Welcome to the Fundamental Hour today. I am so excited about the message today. It comes from two of my verses that are some of my favorite verses in the Bible. John chapter 8, verse 31 and 32. Let's get into it. We're going to use our Bible a lot today, but we'll, we'll start with these two verses. The Bible says in verse 31, Then said Jesus to, the, to those Jews which believed on Him, If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. So God said to people who were believers, they believed in Him. He said, if you do this, if you continue in my word, then you're my disciples. Then you are truly, the word indeed means truly. You are truly my disciples. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. What a great verse. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Freedom. Being free, it is something that people love. People love to be free. Nobody wants to be in bondage. Nobody wants to be shackled. They love freedom. People will die for freedom. People will fight for freedom. And God says we can be free through the truth. The truth shall make us free. The question comes, free from what? Well, I want to show you some things today from the Bible that we can be free of, free from because we know the truth. Number one, we'll go to Romans chapter 6. We'll read a few verses here. Each of these verses, uh, as we read them, you should see a recurring statement in the, each of these verses. Romans chapter 6, verse 7, it says this, For he that is dead is freed from sin. Verse number 18, being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. Verse number 20, for when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. Verse 22, but now being made free from sin and become the servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. What is it that the truth can make us free from? The truth can make us free from tyranny of the heart. You say, Pastor, what is tyranny of the heart? Well, tyranny is when somebody rules over you and not in a just, fair, and righteous way. Uh, tyranny is when a, a king or a ruler of a country reigns over his people in a very grievous way. He doesn't love the people. He doesn't help the people. He takes advantage of the people. He abuses the people. And oftentimes in life, people go through life in their hearts. Their, your heart is where you feel. It's where you desire. It's where you experience love. It's where you experience joy. It's also where you experience fear and hurt and in your heart no one should want to live their life with fear and and the lack of joy reigning in their heart and God says that when we know the truth that we are freed from sin 
freed from death, freed from Satan ruling in our lives. You see, when you put your faith in Jesus Christ, you now become a child of God. But as God's child, you have a choice. You can claim your freedom in Christ and not live after a sinful life, not live a life of destruction, not allow Satan to be your master, or you can choose to give in to sin and to let tyranny reign in your heart, let sin reign in your heart, let Satan reign in your heart, let death reign in your life. I thank God tonight that I am free. I thank God today, I said tonight, but I thank God today that I am free from the bondage of sin and Satan and death. I don't live my life in bondage to the devil. I don't live my life in bondage to sin. I don't live my life in bondage to destruction. But I have chosen not only to believe on Christ, but to be His disciple and to walk in His Word. And when I do that, God gives me freedom. He gives me liberty. He gives me joy. He gives me a great life. And in my heart, I have peace and contentment because I'm striving to do right and striving to live for God and not allowing sin and Satan and death to rule in my life. You do not have to let sin and Satan and death rule in your life. Be free from that and get into God's Word and learn the truth and obey the truth and live freely. The second type of freedom that we can have because of the truth is freedom from anxiety. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. This verse is teaching us that we do not have to live a life of fear and anxiousness. God says, don't be careful for anything. What does that mean? Well, the word careful means to be full of thought. Don't let your mind be so preoccupied with the things that you fear, the things that could go wrong. Don't allow yourself to be gripped by that and ruled by that. But instead, realize that you can go to God in prayer that you can supplicate before God, that you can beg the God of glory for His intervention, for His power. You can go to God in thanksgiving and prayer and make your request known unto Him. We don't have to live in fear to things and fear to people and fear of what's going to happen. We don't have to let that fear reign over us and be anxious about what's going to happen because God has said to us, be careful for nothing. Don't give your mind and thoughts to that and know that God said that if we seek Him and His kingdom, that He would care for all the things that we truly need in this life. 
that he would supply our need according to his riches. We do not have to live in fear or we don't have to let sin reign in our hearts and we do not have to live enslaved to fear and anxiousness about what's going to happen because we can be careful for nothing according to Philippians chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 1, the Bible says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God said, it is not, if we, have, if we are gripped by fear and our minds are bothered with anxiousness and anxiety, that's not from God. Because God has not given us the spirit of fear. What God has given to us is power and love and a sound, healthy mind. We can be free from anxiety as Christians and we can live with power and we can live with a healthy mind because God provides that for us through the truth of His Word. We do not have to fear the unknown. We do not have to be anxious about what we don't know. But we can be sound in our mind and in our, in our going forward in life knowing that God is with us. The Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, talking about the end of the world, or not the end of the world, but the coming of the Lord. It says, For this we say unto you, verse 15, by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. God says, take these words that I have given you, that I'm going to come back, that those that have died before you are going to rise, and together you're going to be caught up into the air, and that you're forever going to be with the Lord Take these words and allow them to comfort you. Comfort one another with these words. I go back to where we started. And God said, if you continue in my word, then you'll be my disciples indeed. You will truly be my disciples and you will know the truth. The truth shall make you free. We do not have to live a life where we allow sin and fear, and anxiousness to reign in our hearts and reign in our life. But we can be victorious people. We can be people free from these things because we know the truth and we have God's Word that says be careful for nothing. And we have God's Word that says comfort one another with this truth. We have God's word that says God hath not given us the spirit of fear. He's given us power and a sound mind. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 16. The Bible says, Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. 
Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. What are these verses talking about? These verses are telling us this. That when we put faith in Jesus Christ, we become a child of God, we are a new creature. And our past is no longer, it no longer has to dictate our future. All things have become new. What that means is we have new opportunities. It doesn't matter what you used to be. It doesn't matter what your failures of the past were. It doesn't matter what you have been guilty of. If you put your faith in Christ, God says you're a new creature and you get to have a new beginning. And what God is teaching us here in verse number 16, it says, wherefore, henceforth. That means from, from here going forward. Hence means here and forth moving forward. From here forward, we don't know people after the flesh. That means we do not know people according to their past, but we now know them to be in Christ and have a new opportunity. What that is teaching is that we as believers, when we see people come into Christ, come into the church, we should not judge them according to their past. We should not look at who they have been and judge their future but we should give them the opportunity to have a new beginning because they are, they are a new creature in Christ. And what that is telling you and I is that no matter what we've done, no matter how we have failed before we trusted Christ, that we are not insignificant. But to God that we are somebody. We're a new creature. We get to have a new beginning. We don't have to let our past dictate what our future is going to be. We can be victorious. We can improve. We can get better. We can have a beautiful life. We're not insignificant. Every one of us in Jesus Christ are special people. We're somebody in Christ. And our past doesn't have to haunt us. We can be free from our past haunting us. Because we know the truth that when Jesus saves us, He wipes our slate clean and He gives us a new opportunity. He makes us a new creature and He gives us the power of His Spirit to be victorious in this life. What a wonderful truth that we do not have to live enslaved to sin, enslaved to fear, enslaved to anxiousness, enslaved to insignificance, enslaved to the past that we've done in our life, but all of us in Jesus Christ have a new beginning. We have a new power that we're able to access through the Spirit of God to conquer our fears and to conquer sin and to conquer our past and to move on to a new and bright future. I thank God I am free from these things. And they don't haunt me in my life because of the truth of God's Word. And the last thing I want to talk to you today about being free from is being free from poverty. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 7, 
that in the ages to come, He might show the exceeding riches of His grace and His kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. God said, look, in the ages to come, in life eternal, I'm going to show you the exceeding riches of my grace through Jesus Christ. I don't have to live with the idea that everything is about this life. That what I achieve here is the sum total of what my life is worth. But I can live my life knowing that everything I do for Christ here is making me rich there. And in knowing that eternity is coming, then the days of my life are but a vapor here. They come and they go very quickly. And I'm not impoverished. I'm not without. I'm a very rich person in Christ. I'm rich in that I'm free from fear. I'm free from anxiousness. I'm free. I don't have to be a slave to sin. And I'm free from the idea of being poor and being impoverished because I'm not poor. I have Christ. And I have to look forward to the exceeding riches of God's grace. In Ephesians 3.8, it says this, Unto me who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. If you have the gospel of Jesus Christ, if you know Jesus saves, you are rich. You have the gospel. You have what the Bible calls unsearchable riches of Christ. That's what I have today. I am rich. I know God. He is my father. He is my king. He is my brother. He is my friend. I don't live in poverty. I'm free from poverty through Jesus Christ and through the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Philippians 4.19, But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I have a promise from God that He will meet my needs. That means I'm not poor, but I'm rich. The problem is we often want more than what God wants us to have. We want it now. We don't want to wait till then. We want more than what we need. We want everything this world has to offer. The Bible calls that covetousness. I thank God through His promises to supply my need that I am free from covetousness ruling in my heart because I realize how rich I am in the person of Jesus Christ. I realize how rich I am in the truths of God's Word. I realize how rich I am in possessing the gospel of Jesus Christ and being called of God and having the Spirit of God that I know how rich I am and I don't need the riches of the world and I don't have to go after the riches of this world because I'm free from poverty. I'm rich through the person of Christ, through the person of the Holy Spirit, through the truths of God's words that all tell me that if I'll work now for God, 
And I'll be content now with what God gives me that there I will experience the exceeding riches of His grace. If I'll be content with the grace He's given me for now, I can be even exceeding that much more rich in the future. Oh, the sad tragedy is that many Christians, they put their faith in Jesus Christ, but they don't continue in God's Word. They don't continue and become His disciple and learn the truth. And they learn and they live a life in bondage to sin, in bondage to fear, in bondage to insignificance, and impoverished. Oh, they may get the riches of the world, but one day they're going to get to heaven and I have no reward. They realize how poor they are. They may have escaped hell, but they're in heaven and they have no reward. I don't want to live that way. I want to live free from this kind of thinking, free from covetousness, realizing how rich I am and fulfilling my responsibility on earth and when I get to heaven, even being that much richer. No, I'm a, I'm a rich man. I'm not poor. I'm rich in the gospel, rich in truth, rich in the spirit. God is good. I thank God I'm free. Are you free today? Or is sin ruling in your life? Are you free today or is your mind gripped with fear and anxiousness? Are you free today from insignificance, wondering if you're ever going to accomplish anything worthwhile? Or do you realize how special you are in serving God and whatever it is God calls you to do? Are you poor because you haven't recognized the riches of God? Folks, don't live in bondage. Live in freedom. And the way you do that is get into His Word. Learn it. Know it, live it, obey it, and experience freedom. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Fundamental Hour. Again, if we can help you, reach out to us on our social media platforms or give us a call or visit us at our church in Boshe and Kumasi. God bless. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Sarver, the Vice President of Howells Anderson College of West Africa. I am so impressed by how many Ghanaians have a desire to serve Christ Jesus with their life. At Howells Anderson, I have received a foundation for sound biblical doctrine. I appreciate so much the practical training I'm enjoying from Howells Anderson Bible Training College. Our president, Dr. Ted Spear, knows the importance of sound Bible teaching and ministry training. I thank God for the students that he has brought to our Bible college. God has blessed our college with wonderful educational facilities. We have classrooms, library, chapel for inspirational preaching, and also time and space for other enjoyable activities. Do you have a desire to serve God? We hope that you will allow us to have a part 
in your training. At Howes Anderson College of West Africa, we are all about Bible and ministry training. If you are interested in training with us, please call us or message us at 054-435-2810. Hiles Anderson College, training Africans to serve Christ.